Blog Talk Radio.
So, okay, I agree with Clemson. I agree with Oklahoma as one and two. I agree with Georgia. I completely disagree with Alabama. Ohio State got robbed. First of all, this committee is very biased. They are basically going by whoever they want, and they basically make excuses for whoever they want. Last year, they did the same thing with Ohio State. Ohio State lost to Penn State during the season. Penn State won their conference and wasn't able to make it. Meanwhile, Ohio State got completely decimated by Clemson, who ended up winning the championship anyways. So it was a complete waste of time for Ohio State to even be in there. So now you have Alabama, who everyone's making the excuse, well, they only lost one game. First of all, they had the weakest uh, schedule of all four of them, and on top of that, Ohio State. So, yeah, you could put those four together. They had a weak schedule. And it's just like, it's just so ridiculous that they're doing whatever they want to put Alabama in there. Like, basically, the SEC has been weak for at least two years and not three years now. And now this this is what they did. Uh, and Joe Klatt, uh talked about this earlier. They see they propped up all these other teams in the SEC who were bad and put them somehow in the top 25 to make it seem like Alabama went through this really tough schedule, which they didn't. LSU has been terrible. I'm trying to think about the other schools. Uh, Ole Miss, uh, Mississippi State was okay. Tennessee has been terrible. Like, all these other teams have been terrible. They only faced one good team that was Auburn. And I do give them credit for the Florida State. But still, like, they don't – like, you have to win your conference. If you're going to pick Alabama and they didn't even win their conference, what's the point of having all these other teams win uh, win their conference games? There's no point. And on top of that, I was thinking about this, uh, like, a couple of days ago. Okay, my issue with the college football playoff, uh, uh, the rankings and all that, is that you're not putting every conference in there. What they should do is uh, set it up like the NFL playoffs. You have one through six. So you have uh, the five power conferences and that one up. Yeah, but the six teams would be the five power conference, and then the six team would be uh, a team from the MAC conference. So I think uh, Boise State just won. They beat Fresno State. So you have a team like that or someone else, like something like that, like a team that could possibly upset one of the other teams. So as Stan was alluding to, yeah, you have a bye for the first two teams. So in this case, Clemson and Oklahoma would be uh, all, uh, out. So then you would, have, uh, you would have Georgia versus whoever is number six, which would be the MAC team or whatever. And then you would have, uh, for four and five, you would have, like, Ohio State versus USC. So then whoever, it would be, like I said, just like the NFL playoffs. So if the 16 beats the 13, they have to face uh, Clemson in the second round or vice versa. But at least it would give a chance for all the conferences to meet, and then you would really truly see who's the best team. But instead you have these four, and then they're being biased by taking away Ohio State, who has played in the best conference for the last two years, a.k.a. the Big Ten. Uh, they have the best coaches in the Big Ten. It's a complete war zone going in the Big Ten. And you take away their chance because they lost to Iowa or wherever Iowa State 
Meanwhile, Alabama, dude, they have this weak schedule. And, yeah, they deserve to lose to Alabama. Iowa State and who else, though? Iowa Iowa State and who else, Uh, though? Because Ohio State lost twice, right? Oklahoma. They're number two. Yeah. Oklahoma's number two in the country. Either way, they just won the conference. The, the thing is, people are making the excuse by saying, well, Alabama only won, uh, only lost once. But that's still not an excuse. They did not win their conference. So they just sat there this whole time while everybody else was uh, competing for the conference championship, just waiting for someone to lose. If Oklahoma had lost to TCU, they would have put Alabama in. So matter, no matter what, they had made it to where all they needed was for a specific team to lose, and Alabama would have jumped in the uh, top four. And now the only way they can justify this is by Alabama winning the whole thing. That's the only thing that would justify this. I have Clemson winning yeah. the whole thing, which means Clemson is going to beat Alabama uh, this first round, which means Alabama would have made it for nothing. Well, you could have had uh, Clemson, Ohio State. I know Clemson trumped Ohio State last year, but still – you don't know what was going to happen. You just don't know. And Urban Meyer's team always catch people off guard when you least suspect it. So it's just a big hypocrisy. And it's just like, dude, there's no point of having a conference championship title game if you're going to do this nonsense. Penn State was in arguably the best game of the college playoffs last year, or, or the bowl system, if you will. Look, I have Clemson versus Alabama as the best one, obviously because it was the title game, and Clemson was able to finally dethrone uh, Alabama. But besides that, if you take that away, your best game is Penn State versus USC in the Rose Bowl. So now, this year, arguably your best game of this year is quite possibly going to be Ohio State versus USC. And you don't even that's, – that's a traditional Big Ten versus Pac-12 game. And they usually always have it at the Rose Bowl. Instead of doing that, they moved the game to December 29th on a Friday, like as if everybody's going to be at home just chilling. And it's going to be at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Like, are you serious, dude? And you're going to have Georgia versus Oklahoma at the Rose Bowl. Like, they have no familiarity with the Rose Bowl. So, they did all this nonsense for nothing. We're for nothing, dude. And the SEC has been biased. I refer to the SEC as the Illuminati of college football. They have all these powerful people behind the scenes who's been uh, pulling strings to, to make the SEC and prop them up like they're the best conference still when they're not. They haven't been the best conference in at least three years, dude, at least three years. And this is my issue with the SEC, uh, and it's always been this way. It's always Alabama's number one. Then usually it's either Georgia, Florida, LSU is number two. And then the rest of the conference is pretty weak when you really look at it. Like, they're pretty weak. And, yes, it will be that one team that upsets Alabama. But you know they're not better than them. I mean, you're playing 12, 13 games a season. You're supposed to lose at least one game. Like, do you know how tough it is to really go undefeated, like, especially in this era where you have college football playoffs, like, I don't even think that's ever going to happen. Like, it will be a, a miracle to see that happen. But, um, yeah, dude, like, Big Ten has been better than them. Um, the Big 12, they don't play any defense, but they've been more competitive in their games. It's like, come on, dude. You're going to put Alabama in when they didn't deserve this. 
Like it makes no sense. I don't agree with an eight, uh, an eighteen playoff. I, I don't agree with that. But sixteen, I think it's just fine. And I re- I would remove if you're not gonna if, if the champ- conference championship doesn't mean anything anymore, then remove that and just have whoever team has the best record in their conference just label them as the champion as you used to do. Now I'm gonna bring this all the way back. So in 2006, this is why I think it really started. This is just my opinion. My, uh, uh, what, what do you call that? Uh, conspiracy theory. There we go. Okay, so back in 2006, uh, Ohio State was number one with Jim Trestle, and number two was USC. Now, their last game of the season, they got upset by UCLA 13-9. to So if that same yeah. week or the week after, um, what's the team? Uh, Florida, Florida. I forgot who Florida beat. I don't think it. I don't think it was Alabama. Florida blew Ohio State out in the championship game that year, right? Yeah, but prior to that, they were in the SEC championship game. They were the only conference that had a uh, that had a, a championship game, like a conference championship game. So after USC had lost. Urban Meyer, when he had won, he basically finessed the media and said, why don't y'all take us? We're the only conference that has a SEC, I mean, that has a conference championship game. So we have to play more games than the rest of these other uh, conferences. And like I said, we won, so why don't we get propped up? I don't remember his exact words because it's a long time ago. But basically, he was able to finesse his way. They ended up going against Ohio State, annihilate them, and then the rest is history. So then from on that point is Florida, LSU, Alabama. I think it was Alabama again. It was something like that. And they had that one year where it was LSU versus Alabama as the national title game. And then there's Auburn, mm-hmm. I think Alabama again. Damn. Oh, there was Florida State. So that's that's fine. One team that's not the SEC. Then Alabama again. Then yeah. Clemson. So – Oh, you know, I take that back. My bad. I'm tripping. There was Ohio State that one year, too. And then uh, Alabama again, then Clemson. So, for the most part, it has been the SEC. But the SEC has been weak. They've been very weak in their schedule. Okay, Ohio State has had a better uh, schedule than Alabama. USC had a better schedule. They went against Texas, uh, Notre Dame. That alone is a way better schedule than anything Alabama had uh, this year. Um I got to ask a question for the listeners because what if, you know, devil's advocate here. You're looking at the top the top ten. You got Auburn and Georgia both in the SEC. What do you say to that? Okay, let's see. Georgia deserved to be in the top ten. Auburn, yeah, I'll give them that. But the, uh, okay, this is what, uh, okay, it goes back to what I was saying before. Like, Alabama is the one true team that could go against other teams and win outside the conference. But, dude, Auburn got smashed by Clemson, dude. They got beat by uh, Clemson. And then um, Auburn beats Georgia, so it's like, okay, I guess. But it's not like Georgia did anything. Okay, they did beat Notre Dame. But they beat Notre Dame, like, I think 20 to 19. So it wasn't like they smashed them either. Miami smashed Notre Dame. So it's not like, oh, they've had these, uh, like, incredible, impressive wins. Uh, like uh, mm-hmm. over other conference teams, like that's not the case. Like that's the only excuse that they have. 
well, we have Georgia and Auburn, so we can say that Alabama uh, is in the best conference. And it's like, no, they only went against one of those teams. They didn't go against Georgia. And Georgia is coached by the defensive coordinator who used to be at Alabama. Like, that really helps uh, strengthen the case of the SEC. It's like you're using someone from Nick Saban's staff to, to help out another team be good, which I'm not blaming them for that. But I'm basically saying, like, they cannot find other good coaches in that conference. That's why that conference hasn't been good. Gus Malzahn has been there for years. He was there when uh, Cam Newton was there. And then the last time when they had that Nick guy, I can't remember his whole name, but he was the quarterback when they went against uh, Florida State. But basically, they just have not been that good of a conference. Big Ten has been better. Big 12 has been at least entertaining. And the Pac-12 is not great. They're definitely not great. But you cannot deny how good Stanford has been. They've been the face of the Pac-12 for at least three years. And then they finally just lost their first conference title game to a really good USC team. So your two best conference uh, title games is a Pac-12 game and a Big Ten game. Meanwhile, your other two games were duds. The Big 12 was a complete dud, and the, um, so was um, the ACC game. Clemson looks like the most impressive team. Like, Alabama didn't look that impressive during the season, but whatever. Like, at this point, they've made their decision that they're biased on Alabama because it's Nick Saban, and they think that he has a chance to uh, beat all these other teams. So the only way, like I said, they will be able to justify this is they have to have to win the whole entire thing. And like I said, I don't think that's going to happen. I got Clemson beating Alabama. Um, I mean, I think if they beat Clemson, then they out, then they already perform. I mean, they're underdogs against Clemson. I think if they beat Clemson, then I mean, then it's really just between Oklahoma and Georgia. And I think they'd be able to beat them. So I mean, if they do beat Clemson, it looks like looks like they should be able okay. to close out. So, okay, so I do agree with you from a objective standpoint. Like, yeah, if, if if they just win one game, which would be against Clemson, even if they lose the other, it will be justified. Yeah, in their eyes. me, me yeah, because they got to they got to I, pay them back, you know, but. I, I still, me personally, I do not agree with it because you're you're saying, you're really telling the fans and the consumers in the audience the conference championship does not matter. That's what you said. It does not matter. It, it, it just doesn't matter because it's Alabama and it's Nick Saban. It's like, no, you have to win your conference championship. That was the whole point okay. of having the rest of these teams uh, continue no, so okay, my basically I'm, I want to bring it up to the framework. Like when we when the, when the NCAA created the playoff, the four team was the were the rules in place like the the conference winners are going, or is it based on record and a combination of strength of schedule? Okay, uh, because because if it's, it's based it's off based... just the record, then I mean it makes sense because Alabama has one loss to Auburn. Who no, it's ended based up on in the a, top based, seven, and at the time they were in the top. Yeah, it's based on a bunch of things because Wisconsin has been undefeated for the whole entire season prior to the Big Ten game, and they just barely cracked uh, number four. I think it was they were four or five, something like that. No, they were four. They had barely cracked it, dude. For most of the season, they were basically saying, 
Wisconsin, you're, we don't think you're that good. That's why we don't have you in the top four. And they have been undefeated throughout the whole entire season. So, no, it's not just about um, the record. It's pretty much everything that you have put on there, but they are biased. Joe Clatt even said this. He said six, six of the people on the committee are SEC. Six of the 13 people on the committee is, is SEC. Are you serious, dude? Mm. How do you have that many people uh, from the SEC be a part of that? Like, clearly, dude, the jig is clearly up. They're being biased, dude. They're clearly biased. Yeah. You already have Georgia in there. So that's one team for the SEC. The whole point, okay, if you're going to base this on record, like I'm saying, like you said, you cannot have conference championship games. There's no point then. What's the point of a conference championship game if it's based on your record? Nothing. So you basically just said the conference championship game does not matter. What matters is who's the coach, <laughs> what's their resume in the past, and that's pretty much it. Like, who who do they feel uh, should go in? Like, they're basically trying to justify whoever they want to go in. Like I said, they did the same thing to Ohio State last year, and Ohio State didn't deserve it. They took out Penn State. In this case, they have two SEC uh, teams, Stan. Last year, they didn't uh, – no, they, they did have a big team team, but they didn't even have the, the uh, champion. They took another team because it was Urban Meyer's team. That makes no sense, dude. And then you had them get completely decimated. Meanwhile, Penn State had arguably the best game of the season, of the bowl season. It's like, come on, are you serious right now? Like it, it's yeah. oh my god, it's 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 god awful. It is. I agree with Joe Clat. Like this is opening the gates to something not good because, like I said, you just just dude. I, I'm serious when I say this. If they could have found a way to have Georgia, Auburn, and Alabama in the playoffs, they would have done it. If they could have really found a way to justify it, they would have done it. But they know they can't do it because Oklahoma had dominated a uh, majority of the season, including their win over Ohio State, and Clemson dominated majority of the season. The only game they lost was because their quarterback got injured during the middle of the game or something like that. So other than that, yeah, dude, it's like it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's completely ridiculous. But like I said, I got, I got um, Clemson beating Alabama. I got Oklahoma beating Georgia. I got Clemson beating Oklahoma. And I have Baker Mayfield as the Heisman. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I left out. Yeah, I think that's it as far as the college playoff is yeah. concerned. Do, do y'all have that's any comments? A, that's who I, I agree with that. Uh, Baker Mayfield versus, uh, versus Clemson. I got that national title game, but I'm not sure who would win just yet. Uh, I'll, I'll reserve my pick till till that time. I, I got Clemson. I, I, their defense, is, I've seen enough from their defense. That defense, look, I, I think a lot of people know how good their defense is, but I think people will really see once they go against Alabama and then on top of that, Oklahoma. People are going to really see how good their defense is. Uh, what else was I going to say today about – oh, okay. So for people who know about Willie Taggart, he uh, he went to Oregon last year. I forgot where he came from originally before that. Uh, I don't know if it was South Florida. It might have been. But anyways, he went to – okay, so he coached at Oregon for a year. He had told the whole entire media, which every coach does, I'm not going to leave Oregon, blah, 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 blah. Now today he is the new head coach of Florida State. 
Meanwhile, the former head coach of Florida State is at Texas A&M, and he got signed for a 10-year, $75 million deal, which is unheard of. Um, let's see, who else left? Trying to think. This been I I I gotta look back at this stuff. I, I gotta save it for another day. But this positions made in college football. Um, I I want to ask y'all, what do y'all think about coaches being able to get uh, basically taken from one team to another? Do y'all if, if y'all do agree with that type of style, would you like to see in the NFL? Even though I know it will never happen, but. Yeah, give me y'all comments on that. So, I mean, I, I like the idea of having a contract and sticking with that contract. If you want to go ahead and buy the coach out or fire them, sure. I mean, it would be – I think it would be wild if it was like that in the NFL. Uh, college is more of a – since it's not a professional sport, it's easier to adjust. Since it is amateurs and it's just school, the stakes – you would think shouldn't be as high, like in, in, in terms of a professional standpoint, business. I mean, of course, they're making millions, but their college just has a little bit more flexibility to me. So I think that I, that I wouldn't want the NFL to go that direction where they're able to just get up and leave and and do what do whatever they're doing now in, in the college football. I don't really know the complete details of it, but I'm hearing coaches leaving after one year. It seems like they, they're just ignoring any kind of contract. I mean, what? tell me a little bit more about what they're allowed to do. Okay, so Amen. basically <laughs> they're, they're basically allowed to, like, go from, like, one program to another program. Like, okay, so... At any time, at any time. Basically, like... At any time, like, it's not like, like, okay, sign a three-year deal, blah, 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 you don't have to stick, you don't have to stay with that university for three years? No, like, you believe... This dude, Willie Taggart, he really left from I, I'm if I'm wrong, uh, my bad. But uh, he really left from. I know South he was there Florida for one Oregon. year. Yeah, but he was he did yeah. the same thing at South Florida. Then he did it to. Then he just did to Oregon. So this is his third time now. Like this is all like one yeah. year, one year, one year. Like other coaches are able to do this. Like uh, there was a rumor that LSU was trying to get uh, Jimbo Fisher to come last year, but obviously that didn't happen. But, um, yeah, like, he just left to um, Texas A&M, but he's got this $75 million deal, so he's not about to leave anytime soon. Um, it yeah, just becomes who like, can pay the most. I mean, at yeah, the end of like the day, that, they're allowed to do that because it is, the, I mean, it's America. You, you're able to get your dollars. But I would hope it wouldn't be like that in the NFL. That's just me as a fan hoping. Who knows what? Who knows what could could be? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play the other side of the role. Okay, so imagine imagine towards the end of of the season, the Raiders are able to get rid of uh, uh, Jack Del Rio and they could pry uh, like Doug Peterson. They're like, Yo, Doug, we'll give you like forty million or something over the next couple of years. 
wherever to come and and coach the Raiders. Like that's basically what's going on in in college football. It's like, yo, we'll pay you all this. You leave your team and come coach this team. That's basically what's happening. If it ha- if it happens behind the scenes, and that's lined up, like okay, you know they're gonna fire me. You hire me right away. I guess I can see that um, because the, the university is obviously going to want to at least cover their end and and not leave, not leave, not have the coach leave with anything in return, or the NFL with anything in return. It's just a sticky situation. Like obviously, each side would want to be able to have that power. Um, so it really depends. I mean. I don't think it would really affect the game that much. It really just hurts the players. Uh, I think, I mean, fans would probably still still enjoy it. I mean, their team would be, it will be stressful a little bit trying to deal with this year and that year. I think that makes more sense in university because obviously it's less stability. And in, in NFL, you're hoping for a dynasty. You're hoping for like at least five to seven years of continuity, not two and three like you are in the NCAA. Uh, so I think that that would be the big difference. But I don't know. You think it's going in that direction? Look, man, I, I, I don't want the NFL to even, like, even touch this type of thing. It would just be too complicated. Yeah. It would be too much, like, yeah, it's too much, like, money and stuff involved for them to even do it. I wouldn't want them to do it, but it's just, like, like to me, I just think 2017 is like the like, craziest year. Yeah, it's just everybody's just in more empowering. Like the players, see, the coaches, the the GMs. Like, the, the, greatest, like, the greatest line that was used this year was when Kevin Durant said, "There's no loyalty in sports," and that's basically the truth. Like, there's basically no loyalty in sports whatsoever. Hey, if you can get paid more by jumping ship to such and such or winning championships by joining to such and such, people are going to do it. Like, now now more than ever, you can do it and get away with it. Like, that's basically what's going on, dude. Like, like it's, it's just crazy. I just think 2017 has been the craziest year for acquisitions made, whether it's a trade or, uh, like, these head coaching things going on. But, yeah, dude, it's like – I mean, look, I don't blame Willie Taggart for leaving – and I'm not saying that, uh, like, out of any pettiness. I'm just saying, like, it's Florida State. Like, I get it. Like, you might not ever get this chance again, so you might as well leave. Like, you're not going to ever be probably better than Stanford while David Shaw is there. So you might as well leave where you have the chance to go to Florida State, and maybe if he really knows how to recruit, then within two to three years he could uh, get back to um, – uh, ACC championship game. He can get them back there. Because right now, it's going to be between Clemson and Miami for the next couple of years, for sure. So, yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily blame him. But at the same time, as long as he understands, hey, if you're 7-5 and five, like you were at Oregon for the next couple of years, like for two years, you're probably going to get fired. And it's not going to even mean nothing. Like, that's another thing. I feel bad for these coaches because there's so much pressure on them. Like, they don't get enough time to just be able to, like, uh, do what's going on with the 76ers and, like, Brett Brown. Like, they're not getting the opportunity. It's like, all right, if you don't flip this team around, 
within a year and a half, like, you're out, basically. Like, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, man, it, sure. it, it's crazy. It's it's really crazy. I, I, I look. I and the AC, so he's going in the ACC with a lot of. Yeah, he's going into the mm-hmm. ACC with a lot of competition already. Yeah, that's um, the second best. But conference. I, like he, he's hitting into a pure war zone, dude. Like pure, like Clemson's on top. Miami's number two. I don't know what Louisville's going to do because they're going to lose Lamar Jackson. But that coach has always found a quarterback, so he'll find another one. Um, North Carolina always gives trouble here and there. NC State gives trouble here and there. So, yeah, it, it, he's going to have his work cut out for him. Like, it's not going to be easy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And all Jimbo Fisher has to do is pretty much – if he can, okay, I'm trying to think what could he do that would be good for his first year because he's a great coach because he, he's in the SEC now. Well, he's back in the SEC. So I forgot what their record was this year. If he could get them to, like, nine wins, if he gets them to ten, he that that's really something. If he gets them to nine his first year, that won't be bad. He just can't have the type of year that Kevin Sumner had where you're, like, up freaking 40 to 14 or whatever that score was, and then you give up the whole thing. Like, he did that several times. So, yeah, like, he just can't afford to do that. But if he can beat Alabama within these next two years and get a 10-win season, that'll, that'll really justify his contract, even though it's over 10 years, for Christ's sake. That's another $75 million for 10 years? I Okay, I heard or I also heard a rumor that Jim Harbaugh is going to get a lifetime contract with Michigan. I don't know where the hell they're getting this money. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it, dude. The, the, alum, the alumni, man, it's crazy. The alumni, the TV contracts, it's wild. It's wild, and and the and the students aren't able to touch that like the athletes. But anyway, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's it's really wild, dude. Like, I just never seen nothing like it. Like, I know we saw the stuff going in the NBA and stuff. Like, college football. Like, okay, some of the stuff that's been happening in college football, but it's all happening like around the same time. Like, it's just switching here, switching there, switching here, switching there. I don't even know what the heck Oregon's going to do now. Because they lost their guy. Like, they were counting this guy being here for a while, and he just left them. Like, he basically did what Lane Kiffin did to Tennessee. It was like, oh, okay, I'm here in Tennessee. Oh, USC wants me? I'm going back home. Bye. Like, that's basically what this guy did. He was just like, um, Yeah, because he I'm was in South Florida. Florida. Is he from Florida? Is he from Florida? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because I, I don't know too much was... about him. Like, I just know him being a head coach. But, yeah, dude, he just jumped ship from ship to ship, and, like, now he's at Florida State. So, don't like I said, the only way he can justify this, what were you going to say? Oh, no, continue, and then I'll ask. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say, the only way he can justify this is he has to do really good within these next three years. Like, he cannot have, like, I forgot what their record was this year, but he can't be having, like, a 7-5 type of season. Like, he's going to have to get, like, nine wins, too. Like, he's got to prove real quick that, like, him jumping ship was worth it. 
Because right now he just looks like a trader yeah. that's out for the money. Yeah. Yeah, he, were you gonna yeah he does have to do well. So he is from Florida. He was born in Florida, so it makes sense he's going home to Florida State. But I gotta ask you, okay. I know you what do you think's gonna happen with Chip Kelly and the, and the UCLA Bruins? Objectively. Uh, objectively. Uh, I'm trying to think. Okay. See, I have to see the thing is I have to see the quarterback he gets. I don't know if he can get uh, look Marcus Mariota. That that's a whole difference. I don't know if he can ever get that type of quarterback. Like that's his guy. Like that's the type of quarterback he really wants. And he's always like, okay. Here's the thing: y'all gonna get a mobile quarterback again, but it's like y'all not gonna have any defense. So like y'all still gonna mm-hmm. have trouble with the teams that y'all been having trouble with. But y'all gonna always be in a shootout. That's the thing about Chip Kelly. Like a lot of Oregon fans don't understand that. Like yes. He did re uh, uh, revolutionize like offense in college football, but it's like he, he is like Dan Tony though. That's the perfect yeah. Yeah, but the thing He's is, he didn't like win the most important thing. He didn't win the title. Like he didn't. Like I know he made it to the final, uh, no. you know, BCS title game, which Mike Tony hasn't still even made a final appearance. But it's it's like yeah. feels like that's my thing with him. Like, yeah, but my thing with him is, like, he's all offense, no defense. So, in my opinion, I don't even know if he's going to do – I'm being objective. I don't know if he's going to do better than what he did with – you know what? In my opinion, I don't think he is because you have to think it's UCLA. They're not a football school. They're a basketball school. So, what you're asking from, mm-hmm. uh, like, as a fan standpoint, it's the flip, do the reverse, like – turning into, like, a football school. Like, that's what you'd be asking for him to do. And that's not going to be the easiest thing to do. You're also, number one, that I always remember, you're always <laughs> going against USC. So USC is going to mm-hmm. get the, the recruits first. Y'all going to get, like, the guys who don't want to uh, – I mean, y'all going to get guys from other places. And probably because he coached at Oregon, y'all will get some people from Oregon – but as far as California's uh, concerned, you're going to get the guys who are like, I don't want to be uh, like on the bench, like red shirting for SC, that type of thing. Like, because that's what happens. Like, uh, players that usually end up like California, uh, like the Golden Bears, Oregon, a lot of those players are from California. It's just like they're like, all right, I do not want to have to be like on the bench waiting for my turn at USC. So I'll just go to such and such yeah. other team where I can start my first year. That's usually how it goes. But that's, also he's a, speed, he, he's a speed guy as well. So another thing is – hello? Yeah. Hello? Oh, you still on? Oh, I thought it cut off. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, no. Okay. I was going to say another name before it cuts off. Uh, he's a, He's a speed guy as well. So the thing is, like, y'all going to have all this speed, but when you go against teams like Stanford, any SEC team, like, it's not going to be good at all. Because all that speed, you're going to go, you're going to be going, when you go against those type of teams, their power, like, their defensive line are, like, big, massive, like, guys that can stop you, like, really in the trenches, that type of thing. So, like I said, basically, y'all going to be all offense, no defense, 
We'll see how that goes. I'll say I'm a USC fan, so hell no, I do not want them to do good at <laughs> all. But we'll see. It, it's going to be competitive. I mean, it's it's good for the back 12 only because that's another big-name coach. So, like, uh, like all these people in the committee, they can't be like, man, the Pac-12 is weak, the Pac-12 is weak, because now we have another coach now. So, right now we have Clay Helton, David Shaw. Uh, damn, I forgot the dude's name. He coaches at Washington. He's a really good coach. Um, yeah, what do you think of Kip. Washington? What do you, what do you think of Washington? Because Washington's been ranked real, ranked high, but they, they kind of feel like schedule. they just get That's swept under. No, yeah. their their schedule was trash. I'm not even being funny. Like, their schedule was trash. They didn't face anybody that was tough, like, at all, dude. Their first mm-hmm. game was against Rutgers. Are you kidding me? Rutgers? <laughs> and then the next week, they faced, like, some Division two school. So, like, when they lost to Arizona State, that was it. Like, everybody was like, all right, that's it. Like, you've lost your chance. Like, had they went undefeated mm-hmm. and then let's say they go against USC and then USC beats them, that would have made USC look really good. But, see, Stanford had lost to – God damn it, I can't remember who it was. Okay, after they lost to USC, they lost to some team that wasn't that good. So, that's, that really didn't help the Pac-12. And then same thing happened to Washington State. Some other teams, like see, basically, like it is about scheduling. But like I said, the committee is ignoring scheduling when it comes to coaches and teams, like pro.